Girl Talk One on One with Two Real, which is Janae, and Twice as Nice, which is Shanae. All right, so this is our first time doing this. This is the first show, and the topic will be dating men in jail. Uh, How the fuck do you cope with it? Because me personally, I can't fuck with no nigga in jail. Uh, you, you can't it, fuck me in jail. You can't take care of me in jail. You can't take care of none of your kids in jail. You can't do shit for me in jail. And the fact of the matter is, if I go down and do a fucking bid, ain't no nigga doing that. Only nigga I ever known to do it was Papoose. Fuck them because I don't like Remy though. That's still questionable. My whole thing with that is, I relate that with death. How they say, you don't, you just deal with it. You don't. Because with how death. How do you relate jail to death? Can you let me explain? Now, like how they say when somebody dies, you don't, you don't, the, the, the pain never goes away. You just get used to it. So once they leave, the pain's still there. You still miss them, but you, get, you learn how to cope You learn it. how to cope with it. You get used to it. And if you really into that person and you really want to be with them, you don't have, you don't, it don't really bother you to do that. It's just, it's stressful. So I'm supposed to cope with having to pay all these motherfucking bills by myself, fucking no one. Like, I'm supposed to cope with all that. Cope with these badass motherfucking kids I got to deal with. And then cope with when this nigga come home, he probably leave me. Ooh. Cope with other bitches coming to see him. Running into other bitches at visits because you don't know who his motherfucking bunkie got coming to see him. Now, his girlfriend, friend, is your nigga pen pal. All I so, was- I, I, I can't do the fucking the, the jail thing. Like, that shit is whack. You cannot do nothing for me in jail at all. It's nothing. It's knowing, it's knowing what you're dealing with and knowing what you're up against before they go. Now, you got like two weeks. I could do two weeks. Shanae, stop cutting me off. Now, if you really want, if you really want to fuck with them and you really want to make it work, then you're going to sacrifice a lot of shit, and that's just that. And you, you're on your knee. Y'all got to come to the round table. Y'all got to have a fucking understanding before he go in there. And we're going to go exactly by the book. And if anything fuck up within there, everything is off, and they got to see you when you get out there. I mean, I can say that because I've been coping with it. I've did a three year bid. My nigga be home next week. I'm happy as hell. But was that shit hard? Yes, that shit was hard. But I was dealing with somebody who was a first time offender. That was his first time ever going down. That was his first time ever doing a bid. So he went in thinking, oh, I'm going to just jail. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And no, that shit broke him. So I'm just saying, you go through a lot of shit, but it's all on what you're willing to deal with. If you're going to deal with it, you're going to deal with it. If you're not, then, you know. I mean, only. My biggest thing... Communication is the key. Communication is the Bitch, I communicate with motherfuckers on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that shit all goddamn day. I gotta wait for this nigga to call me. It had to, it had to get to a point where he got to a certain place for you to be able to be on the phone with him all day. Other than that, you have to wait for phone call. But see, a big thing with me with relationships is sex. And if I can't fuck you when I want to, I can't... A relationship. I ain't gonna say it. yeah, it's dead. Okay. It's over. Okay, so with that, this is gonna get a little. Personal. And you don't even like playing with yourself. So okay, what you so that's why I said this is gonna get a little personal because at the end of the day, he has the perks of dealing with a person who I don't even come off sex. I only come off head. So with that being said, like sex, I can go without that shit because you can hit me off. I can get that from a girl, which I was getting that from my cousin while he was in there. Oh. So with that being said, and he knows this. So with that being said, I was taking care. Of. I go to New York, get hit off by my cousin, come home, and I'm good. I don't have to get fucked. I don't have to be penetrated. So, so can, I ask, a, can yeah. I ask a question? You still going to be fucking our cousin when he comes home? <laughs> <laughs> Do we get a name for this cousin? No, I call her the bull. We're just going to leave it at that. But uh, being as though he knows, it's like,
fucking go over there and do it, but she has said that she would like to see me and him have sex. She want to see if my reaction to him is the same reaction she gets out of me. And he open to it. I'm open to it. And if she want to jump in, yeah, she can eat this box, but he ain't having sex with her. None of that. It's just... So, I mean, yeah. I mean, 9 out of 10, it's him knowing that me and her get, get down. Get my expression. It's him knowing me and her get down like that. He know the door is open for me to go over there for her to eat my box. But eating ain't cheating. And that's my cousin. And like you said, I know she got your best interest at heart. But is that what saying... What type of weird, freaky shit y'all got going on? Because... I mean, it ain't the first cousin I had sex with. And now that I'm in a relationship, it's probably the last. But, you know me, I'm the type. I want what I want and ain't nobody going to say no. And I don't give a fuck if you're a first cousin, second cousin. If I want you, I'm going to get it. And that's just that. Kissing cousins. That's what we're dealing with here. Kissing and fucking. And I have no shame in my game. I almost came this close to fucking one of our cousins. When I looked up at his face, I was like, come on, bro. Like, no, I can't do it. But then I know how to have sex with no feelings and no emotions. Yeah, see, I've never been able to do that, you know. I'm not the one-night stand girl. I'm not none of that. Like, in order for me to fuck you, we got to go out on a couple days. Let me get to know you, converse with you. I need to know a couple of your family members. I need to know your little background. I need to know some type of fucking history about you before I open my legs to you. I I, I can't do it. I'm the total opposite. I see it, I want it, I get it. I can fuck you and on my way out the door be changing the number. And that's just that. Fuck all that. If you fuck me... You my man. If you fuck me, I love you. Especially if you look me in my motherfucking eyes and we make our connection, I think you want to put a ring on it. Like, nigga, I'm about to have your baby. I'm cooking you dinners. Bring your kids over here. We about to blend this family. See, like, and that's the difference between me and you because when you me, like a nigga. if I sleep with somebody, I have the potential of knowing how to make you feel like you the one for that moment. So we have a sex. You say, I love you, nigga. I love you too. People like you are fucking dangerous. I had an ex that I was dealing with. And when I say... The way I met him, okay, I met him on Facebook. That's she no, meets everyone on Facebook. Let's mind, just get that. Mind your business. Anyway, I met him on Facebook. We started dating and all of that. Everything was cool. You could not have paid me enough to believe that this nigga had a girl. Like, I'm like, yo, when do you have time? You get on work, you over here all fucking day till like 9, 10 o'clock, then you go home. And it wasn't until we broke up and I see how he handled his girl now. And now that, make, that shit make me second guess our whole relationship. Like, bro, the shit that you're doing with her is some of the shit you was doing with me. But for you to sit up here and tell me, Shanae, I swear I wasn't cheating on you. Nigga, get the fuck out of here. Like, he could fuck, I lost you not, this nigga could fuck with like six different girls. And every bitch will feel like she is the only bitch. Niggas like that scare me because I keep telling him, the death of you is going to be fucking women. Like, a bitch gonna take you up out of here. Cause that's I, that Scorpio cool. shit, cause he a Scorpio. And he's Scorpio. And I just, listen, I watch the ID channel all fucking day, every day for the last past six years. <laughs> it's some shit going through my head like, nigga, I could rock your ass and nobody would know at all. But you know what? The dick good, but I know it's some more better dick out here. I ain't, I ain't came across it yet. Maybe our producer give me something. <laughs> I'm just saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling like, I just feel like that's a gift. the success ladder, okay? (laughs) I feel like that's a gift to be able to have sex with somebody or deal with somebody on an emotional level and not have no feelings and emotions for them. That's fucking dangerous. Why would you want to fuck somebody that you have no emotional connection with? Because I wind up being hurt all the time. And if I fuck you with no feelings and emotions, I'm just leaving all my feelings out the door. Exactly. That's why you always... Everybody hurts my feelings. Everybody hurts your heart. Fuck your feelings. I won't hurt your heart. (laughs) 
You should fuck the when producer. I, <laughs> when I love, I love hard for real. Like, and it take a lot for me to fall for you. So my whole thing is just yeah. The fact that you've been with your man for about to be seven years. Is girl, that is a fucking round of applause for you because I do the long term relationship. And I've been fucking single about to be two years. Like, and I'm thinking I lost my motherfucking mojo. Like, what's going on? But, you know, I'm trying to find myself. But my man, my relationship, our relationship is dope. So, it's very rare you find somebody that you, that you bond with like that. Like, here's my thing. I'm not looking for another boyfriend. I'm looking for a potential husband. I'm looking for a motherfucker that we about to invest in each other. We about to start buying properties. All of that. Fuck a fucking apartment. Let's fuck see. taking me out to eat, nigga. Let's but see, that all starts with a friendship. And we was friends forever before we even got into a relationship. So I feel like the friendship is laying the foundation. Once that's established, it's going to always work out because you're going to always have in the back of your head we was friends before anything. So no matter what go on, we was friends before anything. And an open line of communication. Man, him can talk about anything. Now, let me tweak that. I can talk to him about anything. He cannot talk to me about anything because I'm very jealous. I'm very possessive and my whole way of thinking is fucked up. But I can talk to him about anything and he's very receptive. To so you, you you do one-sided relationships then? It ain't one-sided. I try my best not to get in my feelings, but when you love somebody, you don't want to hear them talking about other females that they dealt with. But on the flip side, he can't handle me talking about my previous relationships. I can't handle that because it's like, the fuck, you want to get back with the bitch or something? You go all smiling while you talking about it's just certain things I can't handle, but for the most part, man, my nigga, we cool. That's my all in one. We smoke together, we drink together, we go to the strip club together, we shop together. That's like my best friend. I tell him everything. It's like how when me and you go through stuff, or when I go through anything, the first thing I say, oh my god, Mill ain't gonna wait. I can't wait to Mill hear this shit. And he's like, what happened, baby? And he just listen. It's like he's interested in what I gotta say. So is it important to you to be like spoil you in your relationships? Hell yeah. I ain't never dealt with nobody who couldn't take care of me. I say take care. I said spoil you. That's spoil you. Take care of me. I don't want to pay for shit. I don't want to come out my pocket for nothing. I do it if I want to do it. And nine times out of ten, I don't want to do shit. You don't want to do nothing. No. I feel like that's a part of being spoiled. The fuck I'm coming out my pocket for anything for? Mm. I do it when I want to, and I very rarely want to spend my money on somebody. But I ask you for your money and spend your money on you. I want to be spoiled too. I like it too, but see, my shit, only, only, only defense mechanism I have with that is I don't like for a motherfucker to have anything to hold over my head. Like, you won't have that if it wasn't for me. Oh, bitch. I work too. I bring half to this motherfucking table. I'm contributing something too. But see, then again, with me, I have an ego trip. And not to say it like that, but I only deal, I don't deal with nine to five niggas. I deal with niggas in the street. So my whole thing is the shit I make in two weeks, you make in a motherfucking day. So, I'm not really on your level when it comes to your level of spoiling and my level of spoiling. I feel like, for one, I'm dealing with a person in the streets, so and I was out of ten, you got any everything you fucking want. So what the fuck could I get you that you don't have already? For one, That's and true. I know the shit that you like and the sh- and the bullshit that job I got can't afford the shit that you like. So with that being said, I can spoil you with your own motherfucking money. But if you depending on me to motherfucking spend, spoil you with my money, I can't do that. But at the end of the day, I'm the one with the credit. I'm the one with the legitimate paper trail so anything you want to do I just got to pay. But see truck. when it comes to spoiling when I can clean your dirty money, put it like when that. it comes to spoiling man and that goes for any caliber of man, whether he a fucking millionaire, billionaire, whether he broke a nine to five nigga, a street nigga. What I notice about niggas, they like small shit. Like you could do something small as set up a spa day or you could buy this nigga T shirts and boxes. It's oh, small man. shit that niggas like. Like and that's like yeah, but after a while, who the fuck is going to want to keep 
getting fucking t-shirts and boxes <laughs> and shit. And I'm taking this bitch on trips and shit like that. And bitch, all you can do is, well, I bought the t-shirts and boxes it's and the thought, It's the thought that counts, though. Yeah, it's the thought that counts, but after a while, that shit ain't working. My whole thing, my whole thing, I, and I always say this, in a relationship, a female could be an asset or she could be a liability. You ain't bringing shit to the table, bitch, you're a liability, you could easily be replaced. Even though my bullshit-ass job is a bullshit-ass job, but at the same time, if you want to go put a down payment on the car, I got the I got the pay stubs in the back for you to do that. You want to go buy a house, I'm legit. All that shit, I can back you with that. So, I'm an asset at the end of the fucking day. And that's just that. I may not be able to provide for you financially and all that, but when you want to go put money down on shit, who you coming to? You coming to me. I need to sit back and think about, well, I'm an asset or a liability. Exactly. You can easily be replaced. I'm a a 9 to 5 bitch myself. I think I'm a liability today. Yeah, I'm a 9 to 5. Well, I'm 11 to 9, bitch. But at the same time, I'm just saying, I had to pay for anything you want to do. They can't come question shit because if it's in my name, which basically is in our name, but if it's in my name, I got the paper trough, everything. I've been working my whole fucking life. So how do so, you feel about the, like, blending the, blend, blending the families and shit? Like, his, like, coming into a relationship. Because I've been lucking up with a whole bunch of niggas that ain't got no motherfucking kids. And I'm with that. My whole thing, when it comes to the blended family, I feel like, in my opinion, it's easier to deal with the kids when they're younger. Because they don't have no opinion for them. They just freelancing it. But when they come in older, depending on how the mother is, the mother probably putting shit in their head. And I just feel like they come in with their opinion for them. They know whether they're going to like their father's girlfriend or not from the rip. And that's just that. It's like you basically got to buy the kids in so many words. You got to win them over. And I ain't with that. And it's like as of now, my situation now, I have never met my boyfriend kids. And we've been together about to be seven years. Mm. They fucking 12 and 10. I have never met them a day in my life. Do you aspire to meet them? Huh? I said, do you aspire to meet them? Honestly, like I told them, I've lost the drive to meet them. Because when I wanted to meet them and I was asking to meet them, it was like up in the air. It was like, uh, I don't really know yet. But at the same time, like I told them, how that make, how you think it make me feel when I know your kids, I never met them, and your kids knock on my door every Sunday with their fucking grandmother doing Jehovah's Witness. I can't say shit. I can't embrace them and say hi, give them a hug or nothing. I can only invite their grandmother in just basically to get a little bit of time with them. And basically, y'all, y'all want some juice? Y'all want snacks? It's that and the third. But then it's like on the flip side, when I do finally meet them, they're going to be looking like, you the lady house we used to be coming to, X, Y, Z. It's to the point they knocking on doors. I'm flipping pictures and shit over because at the end of the day, it's not my place to introduce myself to them. It's his place to do that. But skip two is just pretty ironic that they grandmother do Jehovah Witness around my neighborhood. And they knock on the door every Sunday. I mean, I've had conversations with his daughter. She's like, oh, you got twins? Yeah. Y'all pretty. Thank you. You pretty too. But at the same time, I really be want to say, yeah, I'm your stepmother. I can't say that. Because it's not my place. So the blended family, I'm cool with it. But like I say, I met him seven, about to be seven years ago. If your daughter is 13 now, your daughter was five when I met you. When I met you. Your son was even younger than that. So I felt like the, <clears throat> the time to form a bond with them was then. I don't know what the fuck they mother and they saying about them. It's to the point I feel like I would be walking on eggshells in my own house when they come. Because I don't know what's the right thing to say to them or what's the wrong thing to say to them. I don't know if it's alright for me to be like, sit down. Or stop making noise. Or X, Y, Z. Or this, that, and the third. It's like, <clears throat> I don't know. So I feel like it's easy to do. This seems like it's 
touching <coughs> some of the head and switch the subject because I see your fucking nose clearing up. Your yeah, my chest getting red. Shit. Your coffee, yeah. you're about to die. Take mm. a sip of your drink. And yeah, please. We'll talk about something else, okay? Let's talk about these broke bitches we're supposed to go on these motherfucking trips with. Oh, How about yeah. that? Let's bring up the broke. And bitch. this is the reason why we don't have fucking friends. Yeah. Because nobody can <laughs> fuck with us on the level that we like to come from. They got like, champagne taste with beer fucking money. God and that's all it is. Fuck beer money. They got Coke 45 money. St. Oz money. Johnny Three Legs money. God damn it. <laughs> they got cut ice money, okay? Well, fuck it. Them bitches is cut and we'll never involve them in shit else. And that's just that. Oh, by the way, so ladies, if you're watching, we're no longer going to Aruba. We're going to Jamaica. And so, fuck y'all. Gag on that, hoes. Yeah. Plus, it got good gag reflexes. No need to gag. Okay, we ain't about to talk about sucking dick, all right, man. Oh, we can get on that, but now I always say that one. Because yeah, I know big dick sucker, so I didn't want to talk about that. I don't really have too much to contribute to that conversation. You're not a big dick sucker? Or you I'm not a big <laughs> dick sucker. So you don't suck big dick? I suck dick, but I suck dick the best when I'm drunk, and I ain't really drunk. No, he much. basically saying you don't suck big dicks, you only suck little dicks. So he says you're not a big dick sucker. Oh, well, I mean, I mean that, like, in the literal sense, like, I don't really suck dick like that. I mean, I've never had a huge dick the same way. Like, always had average-sized dicks. Fuck you looking at me like that for? That's why the nigga ain't never made you go crazy, because you out here fucking these dicks. Bitch, I go crazy over all these niggas, okay? Not me. I never had your dick before either. But he's tried to give it to you. Yeah. All right, but every time he tried to give me the D, I already got a D, all right? Yeah, but they be out here throwing some bullshit, giving a D to everybody. You got community dick. Man, I got community dick. You right about that. Well, you had D just for you. Exactly. It's been on reserve since high school. I mean, you just. Oh, since high school? Get the fuck out of here. You. I'm cool in high school. I'm cool now. Oh, shit. That's what I'm saying. I'm about to school in high school. Well, you know, I ain't even going to say your name, boy, Kim. But listen, okay? You can say my name. That's on my Facebook. Oh, fuck. Listen, Al, all right? We ain't crossed that bridge yet because every every time, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Every time you approach me, I'm always dealing with somebody. Like, now I cannot shake this ex to to fucking. And he's a fucking dog. Save my life. Don't call him a dog. You can if you want. You just don't want to. Exactly. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not ready to. Because I gotta chime in some of this time. Yes. <laughs> you know, I, that's the problem I be having. I had like uh, women like uh, who just be stuck in this zone and they can't get out of it. But it's like you see the motherfucker. Let me ask y'all a question, right? If you work the job mm-hmm. and your job, you get paid every two weeks on a Friday, and your job say, "Oh, damn!" And one Friday comes and say, "Look, we got you on the next two weeks. You going back to work on Monday?" Hell nope. no. See you in two so, weeks. Give a check. Why would you go back to somebody if they said they're not gonna hurt you again? My job ain't fucking me, and that dick is. And this gonna sound so crazy, but the sex has a lot yeah. to do with it. It's like the sexual connection, the emotional connection. Like the crazy shit is, if he wasn't the way he was, I could honestly see me with him for the rest of my life. I, and, and I put, and I swear to God, so both of my kids. How can you say in the same breath that you want a husband, but you ain't even willing to let that go? And it's only, it's not a physical attraction. That, that's why it's I said mental. I'm still single. Because I can't get over this motherfucker. I'm not about to get into something new when I know if I get into something new, they ain't going to have me 100%. Like, my all not going to be into it. So that's why I ain't been fucking with nobody. 
Because I'm not going to shortchange nobody. Like, if I'm going to go into it, I'm going to go into it with my all. And right now, I know I can't give nobody my all because I ain't fully done with this motherfucker. Can I say one more thing? You yeah. sure can? stuck on this motherfucker and as hard as I don't want to be stuck on him I don't know how to unstick myself to this motherfucker like yeah, I think that's why you was with your baby father me you was stuck on his ass forever until you met um Taylor then you were stuck on Taylor till you know his he passed away but then you got with Bebop you were stuck on her for five years and she treated you like shit yeah okay yeah so you were stuck on her and she treated you like the bottom of a motherfucking boot no okay but and the, then after you got no, over her you got with no, your, but, your but, the point, but the point I'm trying to make is since I have fucked with him and we've broken up. The pattern you say, it's always been somebody else that could come along and make me forget about this person. You say motherfuckers come and go, nobody can make me forget about him. Like, that's why I said, that's why I'm not fucking with nobody no, right no, now. That's because, because you don't I want need to, to get over him, him myself. It's that, but I also think it's patience. You gotta be patient. And it's like that person has to be patient to understand your situation. And once they understand that you're still kind of on this emotional treadmill, they can potentially say, I right, I really like Shorty. I understand it's going to be like that. And if I really want her, then I can deal with it because I know what I have to offer. And it's not just them not wanting, um, it's not just you not wanting to let go. It's them giving up because I've been in that situation where I've given up like, fuck it, I'm just not putting that much time into it. Yeah. But if I can see myself in, all right, here's an example. Uh, it was a girl, I was a woman I was really into, and she was still kind of stuck in this situation. And I really wanted her. And mm-hmm. she was just fighting me so much. But it's like, you ever be with somebody and it's just like, it just clicked. It's just like, mm-hmm. it's from day one, it's no like you know forever. It's not forcing, it's nothing, you know, some people. It's like, just come yeah, natural. I want to text this person just to let them know I'm thinking about them, but I don't really want to talk. And yeah. then they'll start, it's like that. Okay. But with her, it was just like, peanut butter, nothing, like no bumps or nothing, but it was just like she was stuck on that, and I was willing to put the time in, but she was just fighting me too much, to me it seems like from what you just said, that she was open to other situations, but maybe they wasn't ready to, I swear, to, and that's what it is it's like, they like, yo, you stuck on this nigga when you finish with that nigga, holla at me and it's like, work with me baby work with me, I'm gonna get over him if you leave him you leaving me back to him Motherfuckers just don't want to be a rebound. And I be telling you, you're not a rebound because if you stick around long enough, I stop fucking with them. But But then it's the question of how long do I have to stick around and deal with it before you? Because it could be an ongoing thing. But here's the question I have. And like I said, I got to stop talking because I don't know how it's going to pick up. But how is it with you and that person? Like, if you let's say you started to deal with somebody. With that person, can they just, like, let's say you got plans and this person planned it out. For something epic for y'all to do, would you just cancel on them because that person called? No, I'm not. Okay, he gonna have to see me when I'm done with him. Okay, would you still be fucking? Fucking who? My ex? If you was fucking this new guy, I want to say intimate, but we're talking in a raw form. If you still fucking this, if you fucking this new guy, you trying to build something with him? Are you still 
intimate with that person. No, because my thing is, I'm not the type that can have sex with two people at the same time. Like, I don't multitask like that either. I'm fucking you or I'm fucking him. So, so what's the what's the stop? What's the break? Like, what's the what, what is the stop then? Because you're saying that they can't call, he can't call you and stop you from doing shit. You're saying that you don't fuck him when you fucking with somebody else. It's the thing when I start fucking with a new person. I always like say I start fucking with you. I will let you know. I will brief you on him. Let you know. People just don't accept our friendship. Like I was like I tell him like look. You don't gotta worry about me having sex with him. None of that. Like, as long as I'm having sex with you, and my sister can attest to this, and I'm in a relationship with you, I'm not gonna have sex with him. I'm not gonna do none of that. But the friendship is still there. The thing with other niggas, they just want me to, nah, you can't be his friend if you fucking with me. My thing is, if I'm fucking with you, I know it was bitches before me. I know it was people before me. I'm not the type of bitch that be like, Oh, I don't want you speaking to no bitches if you fucking with me. Bitch, he had a past. He has other fucking friends. And you probably do have that one female that no matter who you fuck with, that's going to always be your friend. That's how I feel about him. And nobody's willing to accept that. And that's whack to me. Because my thing is, that's just like if me and you had that type of relationship. And say I start dealing with this nigga over here. And then I start dealing with him like, I right, fuck you, Al. I can't fuck with you no more. And then, man, his shit goes south. And then, it's, okay, Al, I'm cool. You're going to be like, nah, bitch, get the fuck out of here. Like... But you know what it is, like you said earlier, it's about the uh, the jealousy thing. And, and the trust. And, yeah, the trust. But if that person trusts you, I know you ain't going to do nothing with that other person. Cool. Like Nobody never want, allows me enough time to see if they're going to trust you. You have to look at it like this. <clears throat> You're talking about a person. You want somebody ex- to accept But the way your eyes glow when you talk about them, the way your face light up when you talk about them, a person's never going to take you seriously. I they know at any given time... You'll give in to temptation. I know that for a fact. I can't control Because in your mind, time. you're still single. I'm still courting. I'm still dating. So I can really fuck who I want. And you know for a fact, you can't shake his ass. And that plays a big part in it. People can read between that shit. But like you said, it can happen, but it is going to take time. It may take Man. a year, it may take two. And even in that time, you may not be intimate with that person. Like, the older, when I was younger, of course, I would have said, nah, I want you to be friends with your ex and shit like that. If y'all don't have kids and no kind of connection. But it's like, I feel like you need to kind of emotionally separate yourself. You can't spend as much time with that person if me and you are trying to build. That's what any But the crazy thing is, as you know, we spend no time together, do we? And another thing with him, I love the relationship he has with my daughter. He been around my daughter. He been around my daughter since my daughter was six months old. And my daughter is two years old. And my daughter is... Hey, honey, I see you watching. And my daughter two years old now. That shit means a lot to me for the simple fact that my daughter father don't rock with her like that. Like, the only person my daughter has known since she's been a baby is him. That's the only person she know. Like, when she see him, like, she call him daddy and everything. And I be feeling like I be shortchanging her. Like, because as my sister, I get mad at him sometimes. And I be like, man, fuck him. And every day, what do, what do I say? I want him. Well, I ain't going to say his name, but I want him. Where he at? I want to talk to him. And it's like, I'm the type, the kids don't have nothing to do with it. So I be like, all right, well, huh, I'll put him on FaceTime. I'll let her talk to him after she finished talking to him. i hit the end button. So I still want that for her. And she, and she can feel where I'm coming from because her boyfriend is the father to her daughter. Yeah, I've been on since I was two. Like, and, and that shit just... 
I like it. Like I want my like I'm a daddy's girl, and I have I've had a daddy's girl relationship with my biological father and my stepfather. And my stepfather been in my life since I was fucking two years old. I don't want to rob my daughter of that, but at the same time, another thing that apprehend me from dealing with other guys is because I don't want my daughter to grow up like, damn, mommy had mad different boyfriends when I was growing up. So I would like her to stay tuned with just you know. Him, like I like that relationship. Like he do father. Yeah, not even putting in that work. You see, you he see do it. he do father daughter shit with her. Like he go pick her up from school, take her out for ice cream, take her out to eat. And my daughter genuinely like fucking loves him. Like the same way my face light up and all of that shit when I talk about him. My fucking daughter love the ground he walk on to the point like when he do come around, I can't even give him a hug without her fighting me. Like. No, that's my such and such. That's my. I'm like, all right, cool. You can have that. I was just greeting him when he came in. Like, how you doing? So that's a, that. That's another thing too. And he always like, yo. No matter what we go through, no matter who you deal with, no matter who I deal with, never keep me away from her. He has no kids, but he like, yo. Never keep me away from her. He like, cause I've never watched a kid grow. From being, he like, yo, I've been around her since she was a baby. She ain't had no teeth. She was drooling everywhere. Now she running up to me. She got energy. She know my name. Like, she telling me she love me. Like, she really think I'm her father. He like, don't take that away from us. And I'm like, and I'm cool with that. But my thing is, how do I get somebody else to accept that? Like, because they just going to look at it in one form and one under one light. Like, bitch, that's still your ex. Like, I don't want you. Because the fact of the matter is, that's not her biological father. So, it, it, it's, it's kind of hard. Like, it's like I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place a little bit. And it's like, and honestly, I don't want her to have that bond with nobody else but him. So, then you can't move him. Because that person, the next person that's going to have that, have to have that bond. No, I'm saying they could they, they be cool, but uh, it's no, hard to explain. No, I don't really know, know how to say it. You know what? I completely understand what you're saying. But I think that if you do get serious, hypothetically, let's say me and you get serious, at some point I'm going to have to meet dude and talk to him and stuff like that because there is no connection as far as him being a biological father, but they have a bond and we're going to have to get to that. And I think that for me as a man, I was, you know, it's a respect thing. My father always told me respect. So if I meet the guy and I, you know, talk to him and, was, you know, we have a cordial relationship and stuff like that, and I'm like, all right, you know, I, I, I feel more comfortable now. Mm-hmm. Then you do some bullshit, then I got reason to say, I don't want you fucking with him no more. Yeah. But if he don't do no bullshit, he ain't trying to snake me, stab me in the back, say, fuck that nigga, I'm better, so fuck with me, mm-hmm. then we all good. But if he do some Because stuff, he's not that type of person. He exactly. really not. But see, that's the thing. You got to understand, you got to understand that shit too, because it's like, you got to see where the guy's coming from. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, I notice that a lot of women is okay with certain things that they do. But they're not okay with it. If but, it from a man's point of view. I mean, like I said, I said I was going to stop talking. So here's the last thing. I'm gonna <laughs> no, but it's flowing. I like it. It's flowing. When I, when I was with my daughter's mother, she used to always tell me. A lot of people don't know what my daughter's mother is. And it's gonna stay I crazy. just found out tonight. Mm. Who t- you t- my sister. That's my sister. You could have told me that, Al. A lot of people don't know. But she, this is the thing. Um, when, we was, when we was together, she used to get a lot of attention. A lot of guys used to try to talk to her and stuff like that before I had my car. She'd tell me all the time when she came over, such and such, tried to talk to me on the bus and blah, 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 blah. Even some people who used to be my friends tried to talk to her. So I had to deal with that. Now, on this day, we went to, she used to work at the mall. 
You went to Abercrombie and Fitch, those half naked niggas be outside. Niggas <laughs> are half naked niggas. And then the motherfuckers, the other dude inside the store tried to holler. And I was feeling some type of way. And she tried to console me and make me feel good. Cool. We go to we go to Ruby Tuesdays. Never in my life has this happened before this. We go to Ruby Tuesdays and uh the the waitress from the time I got there to the time I left was flirting. So I never seen this woman before. <laughs> she was flirting so like touching my hand and everything like that. And we got in the car. She's like, oh, you know that bitch? Who? No, I don't know her. <laughs> and she was like, you got to know her. Why you? I said, oh. So she on the other foot now. Yeah, you don't like it with a motherfucker. So it's just about to understand. Yeah. I'm 31 years old. I'm a lot more understanding than I was when I was 21 and I was 12. I mean, um, 19, 17, 25. I'm a lot more understanding. So your situation is an understandable one because you're a grown ass woman. You 17 years old, 18, 19 years old, telling me about that. I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah. But you 30, 30, right? Yeah, 30. 30 years old. You're going to have people before me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not that strung up. It's just about how they treat you. If you're saying this is strictly a platonic friend, and yeah. I want a relationship with her. I'm keeping it 100. I want a relationship with her. But it means you're going to build so I'm not going to step outside of that. Mm-hmm. And I fuck with it. It's yeah. not a problem for me. Mm-hmm. But if you tell me, well, sometimes we do fuck. Something you can call me and I'll just I'm just keeping it on that. Yeah, I can't deal with that. Yeah. You wanna tell me I make a I make a spot day for us, I wanna take you out of town, we're gonna spend a weekend away and stuff like that. And you tell me he can call you and cancel our plans, then no, I don't wanna deal with that. And nobody will wanna deal with that. Yeah. I don't have female friends like that. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't it have to be understood on both sides. You know what I'm saying? But I, I honestly move away from my ex. Like when I start dealing when I start dealing with a woman. I respect, I, I try to stay away from them, like, I was, had a fuck buddy, and we made an agreement, like, look, we're going to do this, and because we can't be together, mm-hmm. for, for, it's the reason why we can't be together, but we can't be together, so it's like, alright, well, once I find somebody, you find somebody, we just can't talk no more, we can still be friends on social media, and maybe say hi, every once in, we can't hang out, we can't do, just out of respect for who we deal with, yeah. but that's a fuck buddy relationship, you have a relationship, yeah, relationship, for real, and that's different. And that shit, like I said, it's hard with the whole emotional connection and all of that shit. Like, mm-hmm. I be trying, and it's like, I be trying to, like, sometimes I be trying to break the friendship off with him. Like, yo, like, I'm falling back. I want to fuck with you. Don't hit my phone. Don't do this. It never fucking works out because my thing is, I'm big on building bonds and friendships. That's just like if me and you fuck with each other, and for whatever reason, it goes south. I'm still going to have an open line of communication with you. I'm still going to be cool with you because I'm the type I feel like I'm never going to burn a bridge that I may have to go back across. Like, we could not work out, but I may need you for something. It don't have to be sexual. It don't have to be relationship-wise or anything. I could probably need you for advice or anything. But if we in that shit on some, oh, fuck you, motherfucker, I ain't never fucking with you. It's whack. Like, I never want a motherfucker to look at me like, yo, I hate that bitch. I don't know why the fuck I ever fucked with her. And so far, I don't have many exes because I haven't been in many relationships, but I'm cool with all of them. Like, every last one of them still fuck with me. Like, they cool with me. Like, and that's just that. Can't say the same for Janae, but that's just what? that. I ain't got no exes that I'm beefing with. I think I ended all of mine on cool terms, too. I ain't got nobody that I'm really beefing with. The only one I'm beefing with now is my daughter's father, and that's because I want my current boyfriend to legally adopt my daughter as his. Because her father ain't doing what the fuck he got to do. And that's just that. So, I'm just saying. 
that being said, I mean, that's a bridge that we'll get over, but as of now, that's just what it is, and hey, whatever, he open to it, I'm with it, I don't really care too much what her father say, because you haven't been a father, so, I gave you that much respect that I let you know, but other than that, and it's like, hey, whatever, so, moving on, next topic, you know what I always want to talk about, and this is like jumping totally off of what we was just talking about, but, Please don't say no retarded people. Nah, I'm staring clear the retarded motherfuckers. I always want to talk about the birth of children. You know how, like, when you have your children? And, like, for me, like, I always said when I have my next child, I want to do a home birth. I want it, like, in the pool. I want my husband, because I will be married. Thank you, Bill. We will be married. That means you don't want no drugs. No, no, nothing. Because I always feel like if you look, I, I look at it like this. When you have a baby, you lay on your back and you push. Whereas then when you take a shit, you sit like this and it comes straight out, right? So I feel like that's pushing against gravity. I feel like why not sit in the tub, squat like this, and when the baby come, you have your man sit there and you catch it. The first thing they say when you're going to labor, don't get on the toilet, don't push. Why? Because the baby's going out. To me, it's out of this world to have somebody lay on their back and push and you're pushing against gravity. How the hell can you push a baby out when you're on your back? It's easy to sit like this and have everybody catch the baby when it come out. Am I right or am I wrong? It makes more sense. Yeah. You're right. Because when I was pregnant with me, I'll never forget, I was in labor with him. And I was laying down and that shit was hurting so bad. Remember I, t- remember I stood up on the side and I linked over and I was pushing. And the doctor came in and the bitch almost tapped me. She was like, Miss Freeman, lay down. I'm like, why? She was like, if he falls, he's going to hit his head. I was like, well, bitch, catch him. That's all the money for to get you laid on your back. They have to give you anesthesia because you go through more pain. Am I correct? It's all a money scheme. My whole thing. You go and labor, you squat like this. I, I guarantee you told you you was in labor 23 hours. That would have cut that shit in one motherfucking hour. Baby, straight out. That was the topic um, I always want to touch on because I feel like a lot of people don't. They want to do certain stuff, but they allow doctors to tell them what they can and can't do versus you can't really tell me what I can and can't do when it comes to me giving birth to my own child. That's just like you have a C-section, they get way more money. They get way more money for cutting your ass open and taking that baby out rather than you having a. That's why you have the birth. option now to say whether you want to have a C-section or whether you want to have a natural. Because it's ten thousand dollars more for that doctor on his paycheck if he cuts you open and take that baby out. And that's more of a ride of people. I know that. Hell yeah, that's just like me. I had two C-sections, both of my kids. If I was to have another kid and have another C-section, that's it for me. I can't have no more C-sections or. I'm more prone to die during childbirth. But you lose more blood. There's nothing wrong with me that I can't have a natural birth. I'm just scared yeah. they're going to bust this shit wide open and my husband ain't going to fuck me no more. Like, <laughs> listen, bitch, you done had sweet folk kids. All the bitches that bust that shit open. But now they got the pussy re- rejuvenation. I want that done. You can go to the doctor and get it done. So, I'm open to having my next child. I want to have a natural childbirth because they say that shit feel better than busting the nut. And I need to know what that feel like. If well, it's maybe better than orgasm. I'm not a good person. I don't have orgasms at all. Well, at least you'll get to feel one if you push a baby out. And then after that, we can go to Dr. Miami. He can tighten that shit right back up. And it'll be like you never had one. Like a virgin again. I want some shit. Nigga come in. I suck when he try to pull out. I suck him right back in. Nigga, where you going? Bring it back. Oh, I never thought of that. Yeah, we can yeah. do that. We can really do that. We, I want us to have our next baby together at the same time. Oh, Pregnant together. Hell no. Everything. No. No. Too much fucking attitudes. No. That would be dope. No. Camille, honey, are you listening to this? No. We, nah, 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 nah. We cool. Pregnancy pack. 
So our kids can be the same age. Like we got twins, but they ain't twins. Nah, I'm good on that note. <clears throat> I stick to you know doing it the way I'm gonna do it. And you know, and then getting my my mommy makeover because that's a necessity. I'm just scared of you know dying on the table. But I'm if you want good health, the doctor will let you know, right? If you can't handle it, anything anything could go wrong. So you know, hey, whatever, honey. What you laughing at? Because even though shit will get real, we get pregnant at the same time. Be two pregnant bitches fighting out. Well. <laughs> like, well, I'm not gonna fight you while I'm pregnant with no baby. I would. You would fight me. We both pregnant. What charge are we going to get? Two pregnant people fighting each other? No Attempted murder, bitch. Oh, well. Oh, I'll text that ass Saturday. You don't want me to text You know what? Since you want to bring it up. Since you want to bring it up. Again. Since you want to bring it up, we might as well talk about this. <laughs> okay, let me say my piece first. I was pissy drunk, fucking inebriated. And Janae took full advantage of me. She tried to, like, this the first fist fight me and my sister have ever had in our whole fucking life. We never had a fist fight in our life. Like, at all. Until Saturday. Like, shit was going off. And I woke up and my head was hurt. I remember having a speed knock the night before. Then I woke up. Body aching, I got little scratches on my face, I got bruises on my arms. I'm like, Janae, you really, really tried to fuck me up? Like, what is this, the payback for me roughing your ass up with the Puerto Rico 530? Because I dust that ass off in Puerto Rico. Well, not to cut you off, but my honey said he does not think we should have to, we should talk about this topic. Wow. So, I obey my husband and I'm going to cut it. Well, I'm going to keep oh, talking about it. Oh, that's husband, I meant, um, man. Not well, my husband, yeah, I can have a wrangle. conversation by myself because this is what well, is your business, is mine too. Well, honey, go on. You can't tell Sinead what to do. Go on, then. But my thing, why can't we talk about it? I don't know. I mean, if you talk about it, I'm going to have to say something. But just go ahead. Yeah, so I'm going to finish. And I dust her ass off in Puerto Rico, so I feel like this is kind of like her payback and shit. Now, okay, I probably took it a little bit too far. But my thing is, when Janae gets drunk, Janae do whatever the fuck she want to do. She say whatever the fuck she want to say. And I always give her a pass. I'm like, you know what, Janae? Go ahead, bitch, because you drunk. Like, go ahead. Get the fuck out of my face. The one time I get very inebriated because I never, ever, ever Let me chime in and say, we're drunk. drinking now. So we might not want to have a heated Okay, but my thing is, I never, ever get to the point. Janae's an alcoholic. Janae's a lush. We... Janae need AA. No, 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 no. Alcoholic is a fucking alcoholic. I just like to drink. I'm not an alcoholic. Well, anyway, Janae gets inebriated. And whenever Janae gets inebriated, whatever she do, whether she try to fight me, try to fight other people, I always come to her and like, yo, she drunk, I'm going to let her get a pass. The night I get inebriated, the gloss came off, bitch. I'm fucking you up. Like, I just don't understand that. I think I deserve to get a pass the same way you deserve to get a pass. Just because out of the 30 years we've been living and you've been drinking, I've been going through this for probably about 15 years. This is the first time you ever went through it with me. And she whooped my ass like I was a bitch in the street. She gave me a fucking hood job, okay? <laughs> okay? The bitch tried to pull my hood over my head and die. I'm like, hold up. What the fuck is going on? Like, is she trying to really beat oh, my ass? Shit. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, I did. I whipped that ass something proper, but you, she took it overboard. You bust my motherfucking windows. You bust your crap. I was on my Jasmine Sullivan shit, okay? Then the neighbor downstairs called the police, and she jumped in the window like, take her to jail. I'm like, <laughs> take me to jail. I don't. She had me ride around with my daughter. 
Five, six in the morning, cold as hell. My baby got a blanket on her. I can't come in the house. All I wanted to do was lay down. She like, well, I can't guarantee y'all that I I'm going to let her lay in here and go to sleep. I come for one, she never let me in the front door. I had my key, but she locked the downstairs door that nobody in the building has a key to. Ten degrees outside, I'm climbing up a fucking fire escape. I had to climb through a hole that was this. I'm going to stand up because he's going to lie. Now, if you see all this ass back here, how the hell I managed to slide through a hole that was this fucking big in a window just because she, for one, wouldn't let my daughter open the fucking door for me, okay? Kids shouldn't be in adult things. Anyway, I slide through the top of the window. She in here in my room trying to bust my fucking mirror. She just going the fuck off. I'm just sitting there looking at her like, then, I guess, she hear me in there talking to my man on the phone. Oh, I'm going to fucking call the police again. She gets what appears to be, she called a three, she dialed three numbers. I don't know if it was 911, 411, or 311. But the bitch called the police on me again, and it's like, it was just, it was pointless. It was really pointless. Um, we friends now, though. Do I regret it? Hell no, I don't fucking regret it. You know? I don't regret it either. I mean, I cost myself a lot of money that night, but I did get her windows and shit fixed. I'll never break shit that I can't afford. My windshield still cracked. Now listen, about that. the windshield. That shit cracked. It ain't broke. I don't feel like I should have to pay for that. Bitch, you took a fucking hammer to my fuck my back window. I ain't give a fuck about her fucking up my car. Bitch, you took a hammer to my life. My motherfucking phone. I do Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, fucking um, Tumblr. I do everything from this phone. I don't give a fuck about my car. That, that shit can be replaced. The phone can be replaced too. But she know this is my fucking life. I love my fucking phone. She was like, I bust a tear over the phone. I ain't gonna fuck about the car. That shit ain't mean nothing. You hurt my heart. Y'all see this phone? iPhone Seven S Plus. God damn it! I'm going to get. I'm going to get that thing fixed tomorrow though. And, and guess who ain't giving me half? But she want half on that windshield. Wait on it. Yeah, I, I don't feel like I should have to go half because for every action is a reaction. She bust my windows, I bust her windows. She picked my phone up and slammed it. I slammed her phone, but she had the glass shield protector. So I had to come up here and hit it with a fucking hammer. So I did everything to you that you but did you to me. I do not see the childishness. No, I don't see the childishness, childishness because you big sis. You the oldest. I was drunk, Janae. I not know what I do. Lead by example, so I followed your lead, big sis. Well, technically, we twins, we don't really know if our mother told us the truth about who was Oh, old. but you brag on that fucking 30 seconds. That's 30 because seconds. that's what I was told, but I don't know. Well, anyway, that's how that ended. And skip to, we good now. That's the only thing I can say about being twins. You would never be able to tell we had that fight Saturday. Wow. And I'm so happy it took place like 4 or 5 in the morning because <laughs> bitches was getting busy. It was like, whoa, store! We was getting busy. We was fighting for like a good fucking 20, almost 30 minutes. I'm like, God that had to be the slowest fucking fight of my life. I felt like I was getting my ass whooped for like three hours. Like, bruh, could you get it? Over with already. I'm coming to the house and she eating all my fucking white castle that we had just bought <laughs> 10 minutes prior to the whole fucking fight. And I'm just sitting here like, I was, hold up, but she knocked my daughter down in the hallway. She in my fucking way. I said, oh, really? I, I damn sure did. I was being very petty. You wouldn't let my daughter open the door for me. So, so I was like, mommy, that's a bad But we ain't gonna fight like that no more. You know why? Because I'm, I'm not fucking with the LITs no more. Long Island ICs. You know what? It's ringside for. Ringside is the fucking devil when it comes to them drinks. I don't know who authorized them to make them drinks like that, but the Board of Health ought to, ought to shut them down. 
Oh, no, no, no. Keep ringside open because my man will be home Thursday. Baby, I got a lot of dick sucking to do. I need all the fucking Long Island Ice Peas you got. So I'm going to go get one Wednesday night so I get there Thursday morning. I will be going live with a lot of dick sucks, so y'all stay tuned. Yeah, y'all know that's um, that's um, Janae, motherfucking too real. Twice as nice, don't be sucking dick. You need to know that. I mean, I do, but in the privacy of my own home. Well, whatever my man wants, he gets, and he wants his dick sucked. No, so he gets out. I mean, he hasn't had it sucked since his birthday. That the last it. time we went live. But that was in July. <laughs> yes, it was. He didn't anybody know his birthday either, so it was sometime in July. Keep hope alive, y'all. Man. A dick suck a day, keep the doctors away. That's what I heard. <laughs> and it keeps your skin nice and flawless, you know. Does he nut on your face to keep it like that, or you swallow it? I swallow everything, and it comes out, the protein comes out through my skin. The doctor said it's all right for me. To, it's not nothing wrong with swallowing. She says there's a lot of protein in the man's semen. Oh, long so that's as he's true. Eat, yeah, as long as he's eating the right things, then I cook the right things for him to eat. So, I mean, if we're not trying to pop a baby out as of now, so I swallow. I love my kids. But you know what, Al? Maybe I can suck your dick because you're on a good diet plan. Oh, I see Al. Your, yeah, I we're see, getting somewhere. I see, your meal, I see your meal preps, and he's been taking the good things, too. Maybe I could swallow a couple of them. Maybe yeah. I could get rid of Tuck, Tuck and Tina right here. Feed your brain. Bitch, his head big enough. You don't need to feed my motherfucking brain. Ow, whip it out on the table. Let's see what she can do. That we won't be doing, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking asshole, yeah. Oh, boy. I was only kidding, guys. I'm not going to suck the producer's dick, okay? Um, we have 50 minutes. Oh, shit. We went well over 30 minutes, huh? Yeah, we can wrap it up for our first one. I think this is good for our first one. Yeah, I think this is good, so I enjoyed this. So, on a go-out, I guess we will go back and sync and resume and one, two, three. Girl Talk 101 with Two Real, which is Janae. And Twice as Nice, which is Janae. My mic sound, night check, one. Bye-bye.